The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should consider obtaining independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald. Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we're catching up again with Mike Moore, Managing Director of Golden State Mining, which trades under the ticker GSM. Now we last spoke to Mike in October last year when Golden State was an eight cent stock. We talked at the time about its modest market cap and the leverage that provided to exploration success at its main projects in the Pilbara and the Murchison. Well, I'm happy to say it is now a 17 cent stock and it's but its market cap still remains modest at a little more than six million. The excitement in the stock reflects its drilling plans in the Pilbara at its Yule project, which is 15 kilometres northwest of De Grey Mining's exciting Hemi discovery. Now, Hemi's uh, an intrusive related style with its multi-million ounce potential, a first for the Pilbara. Now, we all know proximity does not always amount to much in exploration, but in the case of Golden State's Yule project, all of the ingredients seem to be in place. With that, I'm going to say good day to Mike and welcome him back to the podcast. Hi, Mike, and thanks for your time today. Good day, Barry. Good to be here. I probably don't need to say much more. You've uh, you've covered it very well in that intro. Thank you very much. Okay, Mike. I think it's uh, probably best to start out with your read on what is behind the more than doubling in Golden State's share price since we last spoke in October. Well, obviously, the Hemi discovery has has, has been a big part of that, and I mean we've been up there for two years. Um, beavering away with our with our particular patch, we've got 702 square kilometres there, and they've effectively you know, picked us to the post. I'd say they're they're six six seven months ahead of us in terms of uh, the program that we've got outlined for that particular area. And you know, as you'll have seen from their announcements, covers a, a big factor up there. There's 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 cover pretty much across that whole area. And they've got about 20, 30 metres cover where they're operating at the current time. And it's the same for us. Yeah, we've got anything from a few metres to 40 metres of cover across our 700 odd square kilometres of tenements. Mm-hmm. So it effectively means that you know, geophysics is a, is a significant tool for us up there. And, you know, when you consider what the, the, the HEMI information and the HEMI style looks like in terms of the geophysical interpretation and, and what we've got, you know, there's a lot to be excited about in terms of the ground that we have. We've got, you know, heavy lookalikes, uh, no doubt about that. But we've also got um, other elements uh, and other styles that, that we need to chase in the upcoming season. So there's, there's quite a lot to focus on for us. And yes, uh, DeGray and, and Hemi have been a big part of uh, probably the excitement and some of that movement. People, you know, looking at us and thinking, well, you know, we're a six million dollar market cap and the guys at DeGray are you know verging on a half a billion um, mm. I guess people are thinking well maybe there's an opportunity there to put a little down and and see how the guys at Golden State roll through the program and if they can come up with some gold numbers then it's going to be an exciting time. Yeah uh, good point I think just to remind uh, listeners that um, DeGray made the first hits back in December and then confirmed the results in February, I think it was, and they've gone from a $0.05 cent stock in early February to uh, $0.37 cents now. So, yeah, valuing the company at, I think it's around $430 million at the moment. So uh, that 
goes to that point I made earlier about leverage to exploration success. Now, I mentioned earlier that proximity or neurology doesn't always cut it, and you've touched on it there. Um, but are there the rocks and structures that you'll uh, across the various categories similar to those found down at Hemi? Are we talking the same sort of uh, mineralization potential up there at Yule? Absolutely. Look, I think if you look at the key geological ingredients, you know, for Pilbara gold exploration success, uh, some of the key ingredients for the guys at Degray, you know, you've got the Archean Mullina Basin, so that's a tick. We, we've mm-hmm. both got that. Uh, you know, an intrusive geological setting. Yes, we have that as well. Thank you very much. Um, primary and secondary structural environment. Yes, we've got good structure up there. And, you know, there's a deep plumbing system. And and what's great about those guys getting ahead of us is that we haven't had to market the, the gold opportunity and the legitimacy of this particular region as, as a gold exploration to t- destination because they've done that for us. So that's mm. great. So we don't have to promote that aspect. And that was that was hard last year before this discovery it was saying to people, look, we think this is going to be a legitimate gold exploration destination. But we didn't have any holes down at the time, you know, to substantiate that. And they've done that for us. So that's that's fantastic. And 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 we've got the key ingredients. Plus, we've got more. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we've got a substantial uh, section of the shoal shear up there. Um, well, well known and understood for its base metals and gold potential. And and this area was a it's an interesting history because Graham Hutton originally pegged this ground. And, you know, to those with a, a bit of grey hair, they'll remember Graham as a sort of mm-hmm. a very successful prospecting geologist. He picked this ground up about 15 years ago and he also liked it for its um, tin tantalum potential. Um, so we've, we've, we've got a really great mix of opportunities there. But but obviously in this current environment, you know, gold and, you know, gold is a key ingredient in the DNA of Golden State Mining. And yeah, that southern tenement at Yule um, is is the key area of focus for us. And we've got five good gold target areas there that you know, we'll be chasing at the end of this quarter. So the the idea is to well, in fact, yesterday we we mobilised the site, and as of Saturday we'll be clearing the drill lines. And so we're getting that done well ahead of time, and and so that we're well prepared. And you know, part of the reasoning for putting the drilling back towards the back end of the quarter was that we applied for um, uh, co-funding from the West Australian government oh, yeah. under their exploration incentive scheme. So we've we've applied for that. We think, um, you know, that, that this particular area will, will provide a great deal of interest for, for that scheme and they would like to see more holes down in this area. So we've applied for up to $150,000. Those funds can be deployed as of the 1st of July. So you know, if we can secure that funding, fantastic. That's money that we don't have to spend. We obviously co-fund that with them. And it made sense to slightly delay the drilling program to align with that. But if we're, if we're not successful, it means we can get on ground earlier because we're, we're doing the clearing right now. Right. Uh, COVID-19, any particular impacts on your plans? At this stage, not really. It, it hasn't, to be honest. We've we, we've been pretty busy. We 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 don't have a, a vast office here in Perth. We have a very very small office, so it's very easy for us to to work from home. And we've been slowly coming back to the office the last week or two. Um, it was difficult to to have good in depth geological discussions with plans and maps um, over the internet. So we we started to come back a couple of weeks ago so that we could come together. You know, respect the social distancing regime, but it's it's a lot more uh, fruitful uh, when you're in one place with those guys. So in all in all, for all intents and purposes, it hasn't really impacted us, which, which has been great. And uh, you know, we're looking forward to getting up there. Uh, you know, in a few weeks' time. 
And uh, you mentioned the uh, co-funding potential there, but uh, I was wondering what are what are the company's finances at the at the moment for this uh, upcoming program? If you were to proceed, yeah, at the end of the March quarter, we uh, we had one point four in the bank, and uh, you know, with the co-funding, that's that 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 would be a, a real bonus. And and also, you know, some people may not have have seen it, but in the in the quarterly, uh, we did allude to the fact that we're we're looking to. Uh, avenues to monetize some of the waste dumps that we have on our queue tenements in the Murchison. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we listed, we did mention that we had these and there are some old battery sands and some uh, low grade stockpiles. So we're, we're working through a few options there. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that we can, you know, with this current fantastic gold price, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're looking through some options there to uh, to process that material. And again, that would be, uh, you know, hopefully bring bring some money into the company's coffers. Okay. Uh, can you provide a little more detail on the, uh, the planned drilling program, the number of targets, um, style sure. of targets, perhaps? Absolutely. Well, originally, we'd flagged that we were looking to do 4,000 metres. And that, uh, as previously announced, is, is under review and looking to uh, to sub- substantially expand that uh, number of metres, really so that we can um, better align with, you know, how the guys at DeGray have gone about their drilling. And so we're using sort of similar spacings. And the, the good thing about them being ahead of us is that we, we're learning all the time uh, in terms of, you know, the opportunities up there and how we should operate. So that that, that is a bonus. Um, look, we've got five key target areas there. Um, already established. Um, again, focusing on the intrusives, the granitic intrusives, um, and and where we've got structure and remnant greenstone. And you know, the geophysics has been has been a great tool for that. And and obviously, air core is effectively our geochem program because of the mm-hmm. amount of transported cover there. Um, mm-hmm. Your traditional geochem doesn't work and there's nothing for the wandering geologist to trip over in terms of outcrop so effectively your air core program is your geochem and, and the great thing is you know we know what looks good because that's already been displayed in the results from degray so we can we can quite easily compare what looks legitimate with uh, with what the sort of results that they they, they put out earlier this year mm. So um, once the program gets going, it's likely duration. Uh, I imagine if you uh, hit something juicy, it will uh, never end, but uh, the currently <laughs> planned duration. Well, at this stage, we're probably looking to four to five weeks. Um, we've selected, we've got, we're down to two drill contractors and to both good companies. And for us, it's the overriding issue is, is the quality of the drilling company. Uh, mm. you know, this is a very important program for us. And, and obviously, once we've done the air core, if we can get some good numbers, then then you're on to the the RC drilling programs, and then hopefully, if that goes well, you're you're looking to put down some some diamond diamond holes. You really know that you're onto something once those diamond holes start going in. Might be a good time just to remind listeners that although it's the west, western Pilbara, um, it's not all that remote. It's not all that far from Port Hedland. That's right. No, you're absolutely right. We we're about sort of sixty k's from from Port Hedland, so logistically quite easy to manage. And we're lucky we've got a station up there and those guys have got a, a significant amount of equipment. So they're the guys that are out there uh, as of this weekend, helping us uh, grade the tracks and uh, and push the drill lines in. So definitely a good base for us there. Uh, you know, probably remote in the sense that, you know, it's it's remote for gold. It's not really it's been a focus for, for hard rock gold yet. Yet now we've seen the likes of you know, Degrade, DGO um, and a number of others. 
really establishing this this region as a, as a, as a hotspot for, for for hard rock gold and. I think what's also good is that in the last few months, uh, with the likes of, of De Grey and Chalice, we've had some really good, legitimate discoveries here in the West. And I mm. think that's re-enthused some of the investment community. And, and there's been some really good support for both these companies. So I think the investors are looking for credible, well-run companies. They've got positions in, in, in areas that have established their, their credentials for exploration. And... People are willing to invest, um, despite the, the the current environment that, that that we sit in. Those companies have been well supported, so it gives us hope that you know if we do get onto something up there, uh, the the smart investor picks this up pretty quickly, and um, and they're there to follow you. It has been a, a special uh, twelve months or so in uh, WA um, with uh, well, Degray obviously, and the uh, the Julemar discovery of uh, Chalice. Yes. And, uh, hopefully, uh, something up in the Yule area. Um, is there any uh, production history in the Yule project area at all, or is it totally covered? No, none at all. Uh, very limited drilling. Um, there was some some drilling uh, in the first decade of this century. Uh, they were looking um, at a ferrovanadium target. Um, we've we've picked up a, a tenement recently to the east um, that had had some uh, uh, rab drilling, air core drilling. Uh, and we've got gold numbers in those holes, which is which is encouraging. And to the south of us, to the south of Yule, just to the south of uh, Yule South, we we've discovered that uh, Texas Gulf did some drilling, and they were looking for heavy minerals, and they weren't looking for gold. And in most of the holes, they didn't assay for gold, um, but in one or two, they did, and they they picked up some some PPP numbers of gold. So uh, all around the edge of us, uh, we, we have uh, sniffs. And so we're just looking forward to getting on ground and, and putting holes into these targets. Uh, so it's very, very underexplored. And, and the cover is a, is, a, is a big factor of that. And, and also, I guess, you know, in the mid 2000s, everybody was obsessed with iron ore. And, and if you had a company that had a ground position in the Pilbara, that's what you were looking for, because that's what the market was following. And um, so, so we've got a new opportunity now with this, with this new focus on gold. Of course, the Pilbara, we had that quote unquote diversion of about two years ago with the uh, Pilbara Nuggets, but uh, Nuggets has not ever been part of your consideration in that part of the world? No, it hasn't. I mean, th- there's paleo channel potential, um, but but not the Nugget story. That's, you know, we, we, we don't have any outcrop there. Um, so nobody has discovered or, or tripped over any, any Nuggets. We were actually lucky last year to find an old drill collar, which told us quite a lot about the Balayul prospect. Uh, in terms of you know, its nickel potential. So that was quite fortuitous for us. But I suspect after the last cyclone, all of that has gone. And um, so, you know, you have to be very careful up there. And, and Rab and Aircore are your, your first um, mm. exploration tool, effectively, after the geophysics. Right. And just to confirm, the project uh, area all 100% owned? Indeed, 100% owned by, by Golden State, yes. Mm. Which reflects the fact that you were in there what as far back as what two years ago, uh, on the basis of uh, the area being unexplored and your read of the the potential there, underexplored. You know, when we, indeed, when we were putting the suite of projects together for IPO, we wanted a bit of everything. So this this ticked the um, blue sky elephant country uh, box, no doubt about it. 
and its total lack of drilling was very, very appealing. You know, it, the fact that there's cover does make it a little bit more difficult, but of course it's it's hidden the opportunity, and mm. as De Grey have highlighted. And so, you know, the Murchison was a tried and tested gold producing region. So, so, so that was a that was a great uh, project to have in the portfolio. Laverton, again, an area that everybody knew. Yule, well, that was a little bit off the beaten track, a little bit mm. off the radar for most people, but it's very much on the radar now. Mm. Okay. And you haven't forgotten about the Murchison? What's the plan there? No, we haven't. You know, the, the, the Murchison, I mean, it was interesting that Evolution came into the Murchison with their, their JV with the guys at Musgrave. So it's nice to see people like that taking an interest in the Murchison. We've still got a, a good foothold there. Q itself may well, you know, pay dividends in terms of this waste material. And you know, we've got some shallow uh, resources there that we that we can look to to exploit at some point. And then we've got the ground out at Cuttingwara and Big Bell South. And I would suspect that uh, at some point next year, when we get back into exploration season, we'll we'll be back out there with uh, with probably with some drilling. Um, it's just there's a cycle, and you know we've done some work there previously. And it was Yule's chance this year, and then mm. you know we'll, we'll see how that particular program goes. And but but Murchison still very much an important part of the portfolio. Yeah. Okay. And uh, in terms of uh, newsflow, what should investors be looking out for in the coming months? Well, on the on the run up to drilling, always an exciting time. So obviously mm. we've 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 established uh, that we're moving to site. We're getting the lines cleared. Hopefully, we'll get a good result on the EIS funding. That would be nice. Um, a little bit of news about hopefully monetizing some of the opportunities at Q and then looking out for the commencement of drill program uh, you know, with a four to five week program. And then we'll be looking at uh, assays coming in in August, September. So really the next three or four months, it's going to be quite busy for us in terms of news flow and, and for investors. And, you know, people like to get set or to jump in just before a drill program. So it's just one of those times that I guess that you know, we've been lucky that the spotlight has been shone in that region. So people are very much aware of who else is operating, who else has got a good ground position up there. And I guess we're one of those companies. So we've received a bit of attention you know, for that and the fact that we've got an imminent drill program. Mm, okay, lots, uh, lots to look out for there. And a uh, short time frame too, which is excellent. Um, just to clarify that, while uh, the co-funding is sorted out, what would be the latest you would start drilling, you think? The, the, the latest we would start drilling would be the 1st of July. If we don't get the co-funding, uh, we'd look to, to, to pull that forward, absolutely. Right, okay, great. Well, Mark, uh, fascinating story. Great to see uh, a bit of excitement, uh, well, a bit of excitement, a lot of excitement building in the Pilbara for, uh, for things other than iron ore and uh, Golden State obviously in the thick of things so we'll be watching with interest and uh, wish you all the best with it thanks for your time today appreciate that Barry always good to talk